to be compared. You are glorious in holiness. You are fearful in praises. You are a wonder-working God. Thank you for who you are in our world. Thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Great are you, Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. Welcome, my sister. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome. Good morning, sir. Father, we worship you. We magnify your holy name. Thank you because there's none like you. You are our God, your Father, your sustainer, your beginning and the end. It's your name. Magnify you. Worship you. You say, Hallowed be your name. Be thou glorified. Be thou exalted. Miss this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh Lord, you are highly exalted, and there is nothing you can't do. Oh Lord, my eyes are on you. Be magnified, oh Lord, be magnified, be magnified, be magnified, oh Lord. You are highly exalted, and there is nothing you can't do. Oh Lord, my eyes are on you. Be magnified. Oh Lord, be magnified, be magnified. Oh Lord, be magnified. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. We give you glory. We give you glory. And you are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. We give you all the glory. We give you glory. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. Father, we worship you this morning. We glorify your name. We magnify your holy name. Father, we say there is none like you. We pray that you receive all our praises, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. You are our Lord, your Father, you are the of the valley, the bride and the star. Ancient of days is your name. You are the light that shines in the darkness. So God, Father, I will say thank you. You are the consuming fire, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we worship you. Give you glory. 
Blessed be the Lord, God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Blessed be the Lord, God Almighty. Who reigns forevermore? Blessed be, blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come blessed be the Lord God Almighty who reigns forever in heaven I will love you. We lift your name in all the earth. May your kingdom be established in our praises. As your people. Declare your mighty words. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Blessed be the Lord, God Almighty, who reigns forever. Father, we worship you. We say, Blessed be your holy name. You reign forevermore in our life. Father, we say, Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, O God. You reign in our life. You reign in our home. You reign in our church. We say, Thank you. Thank you for your mercy that endured forever. Thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you. We exalt you, we magnify you, we bless you because there is no one we can compare to you. There is no one we can compare to you. You are glorious in holiness, you are fearful in praises, you are always doing wonders. Blessed be thy holy name. Thank you for who you are in our life, that you have helped us so far from the day one we conceived, the moment that we are here. You have been a faithful God, you have been a great provider, you have been a great supporter. You have been a great healer. You have been a great, a, a great giver. You have been the merciful God. Uh, you have shown us that you are sustainable. Even when we are not even faithful, you remain faithful in all your ways. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the gift to thank know you. you as our thank Father. You. 
to know you as our God, to know you because you are the only living God that is existing. Now that we exist before, existed before existing now and we exist forever, Lord, we give you praise this morning because the privilege to know you. It is a privilege to know you. Many are called, but only few are chosen. We give you praise this morning because we are more of those who you express your love to. Because you love us first before we are able to express our love back to you. We thank you because you are mindful of us. We thank you because you continually remember who you are, who we are to you, how precious you are to, we are to you. We thank you because you never neglect us. We thank you because even though we ourselves drifted away, you find a way to locate us. We thank you because, Lord, you've never let us wander too far away before you snatch us to come back to you. Lord, we thank you because constantly, every second, every minute, every hour, every moment, you're seeking after our progress. You're seeking after securing our salvation. You're seeking after protecting us in every way that we go. We give you praise this morning. We magnify you. We give you our gusa this morning. We give you our salute this morning. We say, blessed be thy holy name, God Almighty. The mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we have come again to hear from you. Our minister life to us. Open our to see clearly what you want to tell us this morning. We ask, Lord God Almighty, that our heart is open. It's ready to receive, Lord. Let your word, let it fall on the fertile ground. Not only fall on the fertile ground, let them develop a great fruit. Uh, let them develop a great word. Uh, let that word develop multiplication of, of extending who you are in our life. In every action that we will take, uh, let your word germinate good fruit uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. And our rock of ages, we declare this pattern covered under the blood of Jesus. Uh, everything we are going to do this morning, uh, we are sealed in the blood of Jesus. Uh, anywhere the accuser of the brethren may want to come and interject, uh, let the blood speak on our behalf. Uh, let the blood speak against that scar accuser in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise this morning, honor and adoration unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Good morning, everybody welcome once again happy monday happy monday happy monday welcome uh the lord is good to us always for the privilege that we are able to come together again this morning to come and hear another topic uh topic this topic this morning i think each and every one of us need it and uh, we know that god it's a god that knows everything because he knows everything uh he doesn't wander around trying to figure out how things works he already knows how everything is going to work out from the beginning to the end. He actually knows the end result of the, of the movie before the movie starts playing. So as we are here, we need to seek one thing to start working in the way that God works. And when we talked yesterday, we talked about knowing the mind of God, because when we know God, we will be able to discern what is, what is thinking about every current situation, what is thinking about every step we're about to take, what is, what is his thought concerning our action. So we will be able to actually see things from God's perspective, and we'll be able to walk in line with what God wants us to do. Then we can now, at that point, start fulfilling the godly purpose in which we are created. So we look at a topic today, multiple of them. You will hear different different, uh, different um, contributor tomorrow, different narration tomorrow and day after to see how God is gonna work with us, how we need to pray for discernment of spirit, how to pray for discernment. When we say we need to learn how to pray for discernment, I mean, we are really serious about that. That if anything at all, we pray for wisdom, we pray for wealth, we pray for job, we pray for wife, we pray for husband, we pray for children, we pray for all the good things that we are enjoying today. And God answered, but in all of our asking, I think discernment is one of the things that we need to seek the face of God because this discernment can be interpreted to be understanding. And the Bible says, get wisdom and get understanding, but in all you're getting, get understanding, because discernment can be interpreted in such a way that way. Because when you go into the dictionary and look at what discernment means, discernment means uh, someone or something which is difficult to see by sight or with, say, with other senses, but you are able to detect them. 
That means you have uh, you have this this gift. And it's one of the gifts that God gave to his children freely when you ask for it. And when you start understanding who God is to discern what God wants to do, we become a powerful tools that you use as a child of God. And now we read this morning so we can, uh, we can get some vital contribution to what we are going to discuss this morning, because I think it's important that we know that this gift of discernment is very, very important in the life of a Christian. Because sometimes we find ourselves in the, in, the, in, the, in the middle of things that we start asking God, and uh, what is it that you want me to do in here? What it is that you want me to, how do you want me to go in here? But the discernment of spirit, discernment of whatever it is that you need to do, when your relationship and you understand the mind of God, to get that discernment, to get those things done, will be easy. And the God that we serve, it gives freely and even more than we think we want when we seek him. So we need to pray for discernment. So text this morning, it's found in the book of um, First Chronicles, First Chronicles, if you have your Bible, you can open it and highlight it and go and read it later and meditate on it and see what God is speaking to you on that. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. But let me read from verse, uh, from verse 23. Let me read from verse 23. When the warrior joined David in Hebron. From verse 23, I will start reading. First Chronicles chapter 12 from verse 23. And I will read all the way down to 32. These are the numbers of armies, uh, uh, numbers of armed warriors who joined David at Hebron. They were all eager to see David becoming king instead of Saul. They were all eager to see David becoming the king instead of Saul, just as the Lord has promised. For the tribe of Judah, there were 6,800 warriors armed with shield and spear, prepared to fight. From the tribe of Simeon, there were 7,100 brave warriors from the tribe of Levi. There were 4,600 warriors. This include the Joida and leaders of the family of Aaron, who had 3,700 under his command. This also includes Zodek, a brave young warrior with 22 members of his family who are all officers. I mean, they're intelligent, they're smart, they're brave, and they can command they have such a very defined intelligence. Then from the tribe of Benjamin, saw relatives who they were 3,000 warriors. Most of men from Benjamin had remained loyal to Saul until this time that they defaulted to David. From the tribe of Ephraim, there were 20,800 20, brave warriors, each highly respected in his own claim. From our tribe of Manasseh, West of Jordan, 18,000 men were designated by the help of David to become king. Look at all these people, almost 40,000 of them, or more than that, that are ready to put David into kingship with power. But listen to what verse 32 says. But from the tribe of Issachar, there are only 200 leaders from that tribe and their, tribe and their relatives. But what did God say about them? He said, all these men understand, understand, they understood, they understood the sign of the time and they knew the best cause for Israel to take. Hallelujah. So when you're talking about discernment, it's about understanding what God's perspective is. It isn't about the amount of soldier. It isn't amount of the intelligence. It isn't the amount of the shield. It isn't amount of the power, but amount of the revelation that God will guide you to win a battle. Because if you read the Old Testament very well. You will see that God doesn't need the amount of people to go into war or carry a lot of weapons to go into war. All we, need, all we need is God telling us which direction to go. Because when God gives you a clarity and give you the discernment of spirit, you will not have to worry. You don't even have to lift a finger 
to get to where you need to go. And I pray this morning that if there is any lack of discernment in your life, that God Almighty in the name that is above every other name, he will visit you and give you that gift of discernment in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That you will no longer rely upon your ability, upon your strength, upon your capability, upon your intelligence, upon your education, but you will have a total reliance on what God instructed you to do in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So I will read out this morning. Who say I tell you, Wellington? Wellington is a base gen bad general. The English are bad soldier. We will settle the matter by lunchtime. Napoleon, Bonaparte over the breakfast with generals just before the Battle of Waterloo in 1815. Who said, I think it's a word market for the five computer. Thomas J. Watson said that, the chairman of IBM in 14, 1943. He thinks for five computer, the world market is gonna depend on it. Who said, I don't need bodyguard. Jimmy Offa, a month before his disappearance in 1975. What did all of these men have in common? They have a lack of discernment. They never understand that plan of God is not limited. Plan of God has no limitation that he thinks he has heaven is far to the earth. So it's a spot from us, but we need to have God ministering to us in the direction, in the direction, in the direction we need to take so that he can continue in his assistance in our life to be able to expand it into other people's life. Because when we start limiting God to our life and we're not expanding him to others and we think that, yes, we are the only one that have the setu, we have the power, we have the authority and we're in the position to make decisions, then we are short-sighted. With all these men, they have one thing in common, they lack discernment. They think God is in the, in the box. They think God is limited. They think God is about them alone. They think they are, they are the one that control everything and they just shutting their mind to just what they see. They haven't seen beyond and never see what God's ability is to do what he wants to do. And it costs them dearly when it comes to seeing life opportunity, life's opportunity and solving life's problem. You need discernment. Say that again. When it comes to seeing life opportunities and solving life problems, you need discernment. It enables you to see what others do not see. Fill in the missing pieces. Fill in the missing pieces. Look at what the what the second chronicle, first chronicle that, that we read, chapter 12, verse 32, say the children of Issachar. The children of Issachar, they were what? Equipped because they understand, they understood the sign of time. Not weapon, Nari, not intellectual, not mighty, not in numbers, but in time of what God intended to do. So they don't go ahead of God and they're not lacking from God. They are in the means of what God said. Hallelujah. You will know how to put in the pieces and get to the heart of the matter. If you can see the root cause of the problem, you have a much better chance of solving them. That means when you stay in the area of core gift, your discernment will become stronger. Your discernment will become stronger. So if you want to tap into your discernment potential, walk from the area of strength. But do more than walking in the area of strength. Pray for it. Like I said, discernment is one of the gifts that God gave us, but we never operate in it. We now operated in the things that we see, in the things that we understand, in the things that we learn, in the things that the world presents to us. And we have never go back to God to say, God, 
this time, this particular moment, this particular thing, what are you saying concerning them? The gift of the Spirit, if you go and read the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 7 to 12, 7 to 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 12, verse 7 to 10. You will see the Spirit, the gift of the Spirit in there. This is a promise that God promised for us to have the summit of Spirit so we can differentiate from when God's time is and when God's time is not. So we will not walk on our own ability, but depend on Him to say, yes, move, son, stop, son. The moon, uh, the, 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 the pillar of cloud guide them in the uh, in the day, and the pillar of fire guide them at night. He said, do not lean on your own understanding. Commit your ways into the hand of God, and he will direct your path. Some of Israel's greatest victories were won when David was king. And when and when we studied the makeup of his army, we read, even the children, the sons of Issachar had understanding of the time. So they are not in a rush, just like the other armies that are ready to push David into kingship. They understand that the time has not come. That Saul himself will have to walk away from the kingship. You don't need to overthrow your power. You don't need to fight anybody for that position. You don't need to worry about that thing that God has promised to do for you. All you need to do is understand that when God say, I am going to do it, and you click into it, by discernment, because you will not know on your own physical knowledge. You will not know on your own educational uh, ability. You will not know on your own emotional status. You will not know on the, under the pressure that you may be. But when you seek the face of God for discernment, God himself will tell you when to move and when not to move. The songs of Issachar are understanding of the time to know what Israel ought to do. Discernment enable you to see doors of opportunity. When others see only a brick wall, it will save you from life pitfall and show you what you ought to do. Discernment, is a, it's a great gift from God. You have it. I have it. It has not been functioning well. We need to pray for it to come into full functionality. And let it be the guidance that we will start taking. We will not make the decision to move here and move there and still looking for things around. When we seek the face of God, where God will plant you to settle you, to make you flourish in his name, God will give you that discernment to know when that will be. When it's time for you to move into the next step of your life, God will tell you, seek discernment and God will direct your path. David could have become the king the day he knocked down Goliath. He could have, because he's the one that set the, set the children of Israel free. But David did not do it on his own ability. David recognized who was working with him. David recognized who was working with him. So he never disrespect God to say, yes, I'm going to kill Saul. Even when he had the opportunity to kill Saul, he said, Saul is an anointed man of God. I shouldn't touch him. Today, many of us are going to jump in and say, ah, well, I'm going to cut that person down so I can move into their position. I'm going to speak bad of them so I can get what they have. That is the trick of the world. It doesn't work like that with God. You with God, you need to stay with God and let God move you through that storm so that you can become prepared. Through that agony, so you can become prepared. Because when David, when Absalom decided to painful Take the throne from his father. His father's strength did not come from him. It came from the Lord. And God find a way to take Absalom and, 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 and destroy him. Ahithophel and Absalom went down without even David raising anything to destroy them. Wait upon the Lord. Seek for discernment. And that discernment will be given to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Is there any way in our life today that we are in confused mode? Or we are hearing this and we are hearing that. And we start asking God, which direction should I go? Oh, oh we, how, how am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling right now? All you need to do is pause. 
and just say, God, you're not the author of confusion. Give me a spirit of discernment so I can make the decision. Don't make that decision when you are hungry. Don't make that decision when there's confusion. Don't make that decision when you're under pressure. Relax yourself in the presence of God. Go into worship. Go into praise. Go into his word. And I know him. When you are in his presence, the fullness of joy will bring clarity of vision. It will bring clarity of judgment that you'll be able to have discernment to make the right decision. Anything that you're going through right now, just pause. Don't jump into any conclusion. Let God give you that discernment of spirit. And I pray for you this morning that the Lord will visit you. It will open your heart of understanding to understand God's time. Because it makes everything perfect when that time comes. Anything that you do before the time of God, there is always going to be a trouble around it. There is lack of peace. There is lack of, lack of joy. There is always a chaotic moment that goes on. But when its time comes, there is a peace that runs like a river. Even when the trouble is around, you will have peace because God is in the trouble. Because whenever there is storm, because God is in the storm, he will not drown you. When there is a problem, even the moon will not smite you. Even the sun will not even hurt you. But you will have that peace. Why? Because he anchor you in his arm so that you will not fall. But if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's an opportunity for you. Ask him, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Forgive me. I am a sinner. I have been doing things on my own. I have not paid time. Pay attention to your time. Help me. Restore me back. I believe that you died for me. You are the son of God. And I confess you today as the Lord over my life. Jesus Christ, you are the Lord over my life. If you say that prayer, look for Bible-believing church close to you. Tell them you just became born again. They will work with you. So you can start understanding the time that God wants you to do things. Many of us have run into things, rush into things, and we find out it's not time yet. And that time just prolonged, and it becomes so stressful. But this time around, because you've given your life to Jesus Christ, and they will start working with you to start understanding what God is doing. If you can't find a church close to you, go online on the internet. Type rccg.org. You will find the redeemed Christian church of God close to you. Tell the pastor, you just became born again. And you want to understand what God is doing in your life. So you can give you discernment. The rest of us, we pray that God, please increase my discernment. Wake up the discernment spirit in my life so I can discern. I will not only be the, the, the era, but to live in your word. I will not just... Allow anything that I hear to drive me all over the place or the circumstances to make me go into depression. But instead, I will see you in the midst of everything so that your name can be glorified when the testimony comes. Brethren, the line is open for contribution this morning. Uh, please uh, help me out this morning, those that are on the line that uh, God has uh, spoken with. And um, thank you. May God bless you all. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, Sir Bridget. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Thank you for the breakdown of today's topic that has to do with discernment of the spirit. You know, uh, you have really spoken much and touched, uh, you know, every side of it. I pray that the Lord will help us to desire it, Amen. to pray for it. Amen. until it becomes our experience. Amen. Because you see, one of the things that we as a believer should really um, desire this time around, and even the time that we, we, uh, we are going into is a designment of the spirit, ability to design. Mm -hmm. Sometimes certain things just come to you know, uh, to us, situations that, uh, you know, it seems to overwhelm, uh, can be very embarrassing as a child of God, mm -hmm. because the Lord Jesus Christ says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. Mm -hmm. So what is darkness? Things that, that are, are not, uh, you know, if, if conformity with his ways, you know, things that... Uh, are not uh, in his promises, mm. whether moral failures or the attack of the enemy from without, 
there are darkness, you know, but if we're able, if we are working with the Lord, we're supposed to have this spirit. One of the things that I keep praying every day on my knees, Lord, I want to start operating the gift of the spirit because the Bible says that the, 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 the latter shall be greater than the former. Mm. But it, are we even operating in the former, really? Mm. Uh, is the church fully, really operating in the former? The gifts of the spirit. Yeah. Are we really operating in it? Mm. If you look at the life of the early Christian, those gods generally, the way they operated, you know, you, you, are we really? Then if the Bible is saying that the latter shall be greater than the former. Mm. So we have to start asking God for this gift to begin to operate in our lives. We have to desire it. You know, it is good to know what the mind of the Lord is consigning, uh, you know, the things that pertinent to this world and all the rest. But do we also know that we, we need to also know what the Lord is saying to the church? The, 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 the God also, you know, God has plans and purposes. When it was time for the Lord to, to come, he came to die for us, to, to be redeemed, to redeem us. Now, what is the plan of God for now? There is something in the mind of God for the church for now. But we just, the church just said to at the, at the level of Pentecost, and it's like, oh, all the gifts, those who are, they are manifesting gifts, the, the first prophets are not taking advantage and molesting people, doing all kinds of things. It's as though that the church is just sleeping away. Hmm. But, but, but we know that it's ought not to be. So hmm. we're supposed to know what our father is doing. Mm -hmm. supposed, the Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 3, verse 13, he said, nobody has ascended into heaven, but he that has come from heaven, he mm -hmm. is the son of man. Mm -hmm. He said, even as he is on earth, he was at the same time in heaven operating. He said, I do not eat on my own. What I see the father do is what I do. So, I do, yeah. so even though he was on earth, the heaven was open unto him. He, he knows what the father was doing at any moment. He knows when to heal. He knows when not to, to withhold. You know, and, and, and that is it, brethren. You see, it, it pains my heart that, ah, as a person, I'm not able to really operate in this gift. I'm not able to design. Why, even when the Lord, the, the Lord spoke to me concerning this head challenge I just had, some years back when I just lost my job, I remember, I said, yeah, he, he revealed things to me twice in the dream. I grossed over it. I didn't take it serious. Some years back, he told me if I had waited on him and he would not explain it to me, I would have been able to terminate it and not even align it to a call. These are some of the things we suffer, like Pastor was saying just now. We suffer some of these things a lot because we are not designing. We are not able to design. We, the trouble doesn't have to come to us before we begin to run up and down. We can design. Uh, this is what the enemy is planning. We terminate it in place of prayer. So we must be fervent in prayer. Let us go back to the, our altars of prayers. Concerning our children, concerning our marriages, concerning our job, concerning our spiritual life, let's fire, let our fire be rekindled again in the place of prayer, in the place of study God's word. That is where God will speak to us. That is where we'll be able to know the, 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 the prophetic direction. The prophetic direction is what is current in the mind of the Lord, to know and how to conduct ourselves and move with the cloud of glory that is moving on. We cannot just settle down in one place and be praying for the legitimate things. All these things have been given to us. Second Peter chapter one, if you read from one to four, it says, God has given us things that pertains to this world and godliness, wherein we shall be partaker of his divine nature. Mm -hmm. So everything that we are fighting for, craving for, actually have been given to us. They are our present inheritance. We really know, don't need to struggle too much to have all these things. But we don't have to give all our attention to the things of this world. But what is the law saying? Are we able to design even the things that are going to happen in the future? Even right now, the things that are happening around us. Are we able to design? Are we able to see the finger of God? Are we able to know all these things? When, when, when the Romans, uh, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ was speaking to the people of Israel, he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, killing the prophets. If only you would have known the days of your visitation. But you will not, I would have gathered you as hen, gathering her cheeks and covered them with his wings. I would have covered you better. I have left your place to you, your nation, everything to you, desolate. 
because you refuse to recognize who I am. And how many years when the Lord ascended, ascended, you know, uh, uh, after his ascension, uh, I think it's about 40 years before the, the Romans, they came and ravaged Jerusalem and, and take, destroy the temple, take the captive because they were not able to design us and, and, and some of the Christians, when, when, they, when they lay siege on, on, on Jerusalem, they, they, they place a siege. Some of the Christians that were able to design and know, they ran away. Those who escaped before they came, I think it was Titus that came during the reign of time and, and, and destroyed millions of the Jews because they were not able to design the time. So what is it? What is the Lord saying to the church even at this time now? So you and I, we that have the light, we that know we are born again. Eh? So we cannot, first, first Thessalonians chapter five talks about the they that sleep, sleep at night, they that drink, drink at night. We are children of the day. We are children of the light. We're supposed to have an understanding of what the Lord is saying to the church. Because we, we cannot be, we cannot claim it, Lord, of what the Lord is doing. God is doing something right now. What is God saying to the church? What is God doing? We have to, let's pray about it. God, what are you doing? What is doing? What is current in your mind right now? What is your plan? What is the church ought to be doing now? It is very important for us. As individual, let's pray. What, do, what should the church be doing now? What the days ahead? What is approaching? What is coming? The judgment, everything that is coming, Lord, what are we to do? No, I'll preach for 120 years in his generation, telling them about the flood that will come. They mock at him, they laugh at him. Look at this old man, carry nail and hammer and say he's doing a act. They laugh at him. But he didn't stop the judgment from coming upon the earth. He came and all oh, its exos were saved because they didn't design the time. So may the Lord help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me not take much of our time. May the Lord help us to be able to have this spirit, the gift of the spirit, how to start operating in our life. Let's pray for it. Let's desire it. Let's go on our knees. Let's pray to God that this is beginning to operate in our life. If there is any prayer and praise, what I'm praying for myself, I also pray for people that God put in my heart to pray for concerning the gift of the spirit. The Lord bless us and keep us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my sister. Thank you very, very much. Very, very instructive word. And I think it's, it's very, very powerful also. Uh, you know, knowing the mind of God is the ability to, to know what God is doing at all times. And being able to discern that is by being in his word, being in his presence, being communing with him. Uh, we pray this morning that Lord, uh, thank God this morning, uh, we use uh, to God to, 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 to keep our heart intact because it is out of that heart that flow of joy, flow of everlasting peace come from. And at the same time, in that, within that heart, yeah, that's where trouble comes out from. That's where lack of peace is developed. That's where hypertension, blood pressure, all of those things, that's where it comes from because of the worry, because of not understanding the time. So the, the Bible said this morning, that proverb that we read this morning, guide those hearts and let our heart be in the hand of God. Think about God. Let the word of God, let it be something that you meditate in day and night, every moment of your life, because that is where you will have the flow of the righteousness of God, the flow of God's thoughts coming through it. And that's where discernment is developed. That's where it's developed, because you cannot get discernment when you don't understand what God is doing. Because sometimes if you look at the life of Job, if you read, read the story of Job very well, Job was somebody that God, his relationship with God was intact, very solidified for God, for God to ask Satan concerning Job. That means his relationship with God was, was, was almost a perfection. For God to have that dependence on him to say, I know Job. You can do anything to him, he will not deny me. How is your relationship with God for God to look down and say, yes, I know my child. I know what he's thinking. I know what's in his mind. And even if you go over there, it will discern me, not you. 
Even when the evil is happening, it will discern me, not you. Even when situation is going on, it will see me, not you. How much do you see God in everything that you do that God can lead you to say, ah, yes, the devil may come in and come and slap you here and there. I am not a day, but see me in it. Because when you see me, I will give you the grace to overcome all those challenges. That's where we all fail. Because when the devil comes, it comes in one way. And instead of us to submit to God, for God to raise a standard against him, we start fighting the devil. And you know, you can't fight him and win. You can't. You can't. You can't because it's, 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 it's just so powerful for you to fight him and win. You must submit to God. Then let God fight dead in you and jump in front of you, which is what Christ has done. He did it on the cross. Now, when you look at the cross and you trust the work that I did on the cross, don't worry. Give them all to me. All ye that are labor and are heavy laden, come unto me because I will jump in front of you to defend you. Because the name of the Lord is a, it's a, it's a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they become a fence. They become defender by that name. That's who God, that's what Christ did on the Christ did on the cross. When we are able to submit to him, we can see him fighting those battles on our behalf because we will not be looking at the battle. We'll be looking at the one that's able to destroy, the one that's able to create, the one that's able to fight and never lost the battle, the one that's able to defend and nothing can break through his defense. May God help us to understand the time. And not only understanding the time, see God in all the time that we're in. That is how discernment works. Discernment is seeing God in every situation so he can guide us in the next step of life. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Sister Bridget. The church, who are the church? You and I, we are the church. We are the church. What is God doing now that is talking to you, that is talking to me? And what is your role in what God is doing right now that is talking to you and is talking to me? If you don't know your role, Asking for discernment so you can know what you are supposed to be doing now. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Any other contribution? Thank you, Sir Bridget. Very powerful. Thank you, man. May God continue to enrich you, continue to, to, to be with you, to continue to support you, and uh, continue to lift you up and continue to strengthen you in all areas of your lives in Jesus' name. So, everybody else that's on the line as well. Any other contribution this morning before we pray? There is no contribution because I know this is a very, very sensitive subject this morning, but it's needed. You can interrupt me whenever you want to talk. It's needed. There is no, if you, if you, there is a gift of healing, there is a gift of, of, of prophecy, there is a gift of everything. But discerning the gift, this gift of discernment is by submitting totally to God, loving God with all your heart, loving God with all your strength, loving God with all your ability and loving God with everything that you have. That is where the discernment of the Spirit start pouring in, into your heart to know when God is speaking, when God is moving, and where God is wanting to follow his precept. And that is very important. He says, seek wisdom. Seek understanding. In all your seeking, seek understanding. Seek understanding God. Seek discernment of God. Seek who God is and what he wants to do at every particular time in our lives. And may God help us all in Jesus' name. If you don't have any other prayer point, if, if we don't have any other con um, contribution this morning, let's pray. Let's, let's talk to the Lord. Uh, because the titles speak of itself. So we should pray for discernment. That God, help me to discern right. I don't just want to be taking step without, without you being there. I don't want to just be taking move because I hear something is booming somewhere and I'm going to jump into it. No, I don't want to do that anymore. Or I hear that I'm under pressure to produce something and I don't want to just be under pressure anymore. But I want to. I want you to guide me in everything that I'm doing. Let's pray that God, give me discernment spirit. Give me the spirit of discernment that I will be able to do your will. In my heart, I will be able to follow you. In my heart, I will be able to give everything up to you. Give me that spirit of discernment that only you will be able to lead me in everything that I do. Open your mouth this morning and pray that Lord, give me that, 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 that discernment spirit 
Give me that discernment spirit that I will not just do anything in the will of my own will, but I will do everything according to your will. That's what they said in your word, that we should seek you for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto us. Father, this morning, help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, to seek you genuinely, to seek you wholeheartedly, that, Lord, discernment spirit, Lord, grant unto me, so I can see when the evil is in my in my way, then I can run to you and you can conquer the evil. So I can see when the good things are in my way. So I can hold on to you. So you can help me to get that good thing. Because you say your goodness and mercy will follow me. Ah, Father, help me, Lord God Almighty, that Lord, you will be there for me to defend me. That even though I walk through the shadow of the shadow of the, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I know you are there with me always. Lord, help me, Lord, to, be, to have the discernment spirit uh, that I will understand that, yes, uh, I will dwell in your secret place of the most high because I'm abiding under your shadow. Lord, give me that discernment spirit, Lord, that I will not give in to self, uh, but Lord, I will give in to you that you can now take care of myself uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, help me to have that discernment spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed. Amen. Let us commit all our friends, all our family, all our relatives that are out there that, are, that, that, that will be hearing this later on, that I will be, be challenged with their health this morning. Whether mental challenge, whether physical challenge, whether emotional challenge, there's so many things going on out there that are challenging for the children of the, the children of God. Let's pray this morning that God visit them, give them the same spirit to be able to see you in every situation, to be able to see them, see you in every situation by performing a miracle that they want. Father, heal their heart, heal their body, heal their spirit, heal their mental challenges in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let your healing flow into their heart. Let your healing flow into their home. Let your healing flow into their body. Let your healing flow into their brain. Let your healing flow into their finances. Let your healing flow into their marriages. Let your healing flow into their womb. Let your healing flow into every circumstances that they may face that is a challenge in their life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare every one of them healed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I deliver them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The same spirit to see you in all things. Lord, we pray that you will grant to each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We are praying. Amen. 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 Let us share the grace this morning. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with all now forevermore. Amen. Surely, surely the Lord's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall do in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The one, the Lord. I'm the one that the Lord has blessed. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you everybody Amen. for joining. God bless you. Remember, God is the dishonor. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God is the, is the dishonor of everything. He said he knows the Amen. end and the beginning. And if we seek him, he will Amen. help us to discern mm. which direction to go. May he continue to keep Amen. us. May he shine his Amen. face upon us. And grant us to be gracious to us and grant us Amen. peace all around in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you all. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus.